Have you ever wondered how your sales performance compares against your competitors and peers? The B2B Sales Benchmark Report provides the definitive guide to what success looks like in 2021. See how you compare in terms of win rate, sales cycle, average deal value, relationships, and engagement. You can see the results and get the full report at ebster.com forward slash B2B dash sales dash benchmarks. This is Sales Ops Demystified, the number one most downloaded podcast in sales operations. We invite the brightest minds in sales operations onto the show to deconstruct the why, what, and how behind rep productivity, forecasting, metrics, and all things revenue. This podcast is brought to you by Ebster, the leading customer engagement platform for Salesforce. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of the Sales Ops Demystified podcast. And today is a very special one because for the first time ever, we have two people on the show. Uh, we actually did have two people in the office uh, in an episode back a couple of years ago, but now there's a first virtual three people in an interview. Um, today, we're joined by two representatives from the Sales Ops team at a company called PhoneTrack. So we have Daniel Antonio, who I believe is a sales ops uh, senior, shall we say. But then we also have Mayara Fay, who is the sales ops junior within the team. So I'm super excited to dig into the sales operation at PhoneTrack. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello, Tom. Very glad to be here. So how it would be great to understand how both of you made your way into sales operations. And so if you could give us a brief overview of how that happened for each of you, and then we'll jump into the questions. Of course. So I'm a production engineer, and then I worked a few years in the industry. But uh, you know you know how industry is, right? So it's very much bureaucracy, it's delayed to make some improvements and test new ideas. You always need to serve several improvements from the hierarchy, right? And then I started to study startups, uh, innovation and product management. And then one day, and a friend and his two partners were launching startups, right? And then he called me to have it to grow it, to throw it, to extract it. And then uh, I would, it was a very interesting time when I learned about uh, a lot about innovation, startups, marketing, and management. And I, at the time, I was responsible, responsible for everything from sales metrics to sales metrics, customer success, and finance. You know, it's all about me uh, in the whole company. So, uh, the two partners are referencing innovations in management in Brazil, right? And uh, one of them is the most influential economist in Brazil. So I had a huge learning experience. But um, it was, I was not yet in an environment where I felt at home, right? So uh, a friend referred me to a sales ops spot at Phonetrack, where I've had previously helped enter that. And uh, she recommended me, you know, to talk with the human resources and the CEO. And uh, it was very cool, and we, you know, you know, when the ideas hit, the work environment was great, and I felt like a good energy. Uh, since then, I am in the company, growing, and I'm very happy. It's an environment where I can 
I'm very motiv motivated to start to learn, uh, test ideas, and the company's helping and it motivates me to, to grow. Amazing. Thank you. And Maya, over to you. And so I've been working at Funitrack as sales ops with Daniel. I started in the company in February. And nowadays I am the sales ops responsible for ABN, account-based marketing. And it is a new strategy to us inside the company. And because we began in May, so I'm still building the foundation of the operation, set up the process, metrics, and KPI. So about my educational and personal background, I have a bachelor, bachelor in environmental engineer, and I've already worked in a cement factory, also in the commercial department. And after I, I've, I've done exchange in Finland and Germany to over the university. And when I got back to my hometown, I, I applied for this job and I was accepted. And I've been super happy here. Amazing. Now, can we understand a little bit more about the sales operation of phone track? Uh, if you just you two and how many reps are you supporting? Okay. So we now look, our team is made by four. So it's me, Mayara, and uh, so we have a squad from agencies, enterprise and SMBs. So Mayara is responsible for enterprise squad, Patrice is responsible for a marketing agency in the squad. I'm leader in them, and I have a, a sales enablement who work you now to coach the, the, the reps team. So we have, uh, I believe, 12 helped uh, helps team today. We work with, uh, you know, SDRs, account executives, and farmers too. Got it. Cool. And why is the current sales of tech stack that you guys are running? Okay. Today we are one of the help spots for most of them. Uh, most part for sales and marketing for ABM. For inbound marketing, we use RD stations, a company from Brazil, leads to bids or uh, a uh, company from Brazil too, and for prospecting, you know, to make canisters. And uh, it's not that I to get email from profits. That is studio to create some dashboards of size and customer search metrics and use a Power BI for system usage data. And uh, it's a new company from Brazil called Carox to we use it for implement for enablement. Very nice tool for code, very nice for, for the team of sales. Got it, awesome. Now, I'd like to understand a little bit about your current work and how you may have improved the productivity of uh, one or more sales reps in the past few months or within the past year. Okay, so, well, today we are in a very interesting time, right, because of the pandemic station and no matter what pandemic season we are really, it's a challenge, right? It's become really... The first month is very different for us. So it's very challenging for us because of the adaptations, the home offices, changing the communications, not to have the team on the side celebrating each sales, you know, uh, keeping them motivated, united uh, is indeed a challenge. You know, uh, just only for us as a team of ops, but uh, the sales team too. 
So, well, in Ops, we started to work in a sprint. We never had worked with a sprint before, and it's very interesting. It had uh, become more optimized. The communications get better. The priorities get really clear for, for, for everyone, you know. So the production, you know, you get at the end of the week, you say, okay, why am I getting there right at the end of the week, and why is it a successful week, right? So this sprint to help us to get there. So it's a very, very interesting thing. Uh, but you know you have to make some actions day by day and weekly to keep the the people motivated uh, because of the this pandemic and everybody working from home. Uh, it's very challenging, but uh, I believe that we, can, we had a little success in that because uh, the company uh, make a weekly uh, uh, Friday. They came and go, oh, no, that is the update of the week. That's the challenges that we are going. That's objective now. So it's very, it's getting very clear for everyone where we are going, how we are doing, and that's the most important thing today, right? And that's it in the team. So this painting really changed uh, change every, everything the way we are we are working before, right? Got it. Daniel, can you try to stop? Uh, moving the laptop while you speak is making noise for the oh, okay. camera. Um, no worries. Cool. Okay. You mentioned about keeping people inspired and productive while they're working at home. Has there been anything that you've specifically done for remote salespeople that's helped them fail more? Yeah. Okay. So I'm really like of meditation, right? <laughs> I do this every day, at least 20 or 30 minutes a day. And I believe that today, how people is getting more, more lonely, feel, feel, feeling more lonely, right? We need to, to keep them feel, okay, we are, we are here to you, we are close to you, you know, we are here. So I like to be, you know, giving them some inspiring things, some inspirations, motivated things that a uh, uh, YouTube channel, something that, you know, inspired them. And uh, I believe we call it, we created a, a drive drive past pace so we can give some education, some things for day for day to study, not only for professions, but personal things too. And that helping them to to improve not only professional but very personally too. God, that makes sense. Um, have you had to significantly change the sales forecast based on the on COVID-19? And if yes, are you now coming back more to normal? Yeah. So the first month, the first month was terrible for us. <laughs> okay, we didn't know what to do. Uh, there's a lot of turn. It's a lot of bonification we had to do with customers. But uh, in the second month, okay, okay, let's do this. Let's try another thing. Let's think. Uh, yeah, the life cycles gets bigger, but. Uh, in the second month, we get the, the best cycle of sales cycles in the history, no, for inbounds. Uh, it's getting from 30 days to seven to eight days. So it's, it's incredible. Because we, we the marketing is starting to, to work in the way that, okay, we are here to help us. Your approach help you to get what you need. You need to be on digital space you need to get digital marketing we are here to help you so uh, with this strategy we could uh, to, uh, you know 
increase our life cycle and optimize our life cycle and get more, more results. In the third month, we already are growing 5% all month. So yeah, it's a very difficult time. We have to change our forex cash was about three months for, and though makes six months for enterprise, for example, uh, it's six to one month, right? Uh, sorry, six months to one year. But uh, you know, for the first month we got very, very but uh, now at the third month, we are now there going to fourth. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. So, let's say that. Got it. Cool. Do you guys have? Oh, I'd like to learn more more about the our sales forecasting process. How do how do you forecast, okay. and what is the process for that? Okay. So, yeah, the the forecast should have a. For three months, we make a forecast for three months, which serves the pipe as a probability of closing, where the states multiplied by this probability forecast given us according to close days predicted by the account. Right? About three market focuses, which is marketing and marketing agency, as in this enterprise, in which uh, uh, where the main of and once today, it's the you know automotive, is real estate, it's insurance companies. Which of them has a different sales cycle? So which credit bonds are the data? For us, the expansion revenue, for example, is the main one. It's the six percent of our new revenue comes from them. So uh, we have a very strong focus of customer service, service and marketing agents. Uh, we have farmers to have developed the account more strategic way in our partner program for, for the, the agency's marketing agencies. And uh, I can say that your after sales services is a different product for competitors. And in this pandemic moment, it's the only factors that help us to continue growing even now. So in the dash, do you use dashboards from our, from HubSpot to give us this forward catch and multiply for this step and the probability of the, the step they are into, that you are into. Got it. Um, and then finally, well, not finally, but second last question. Uh, if you could only measure one sales-related metric for the rest of your career, which would you choose? Maybe... I don't believe in just one metric, right? I believe that the medicine needed to, to talk to each other, they need to, to have a conversation because if you look just one, you have, you know, just give yourself uh, just a tiny vision of the whole, you know, you don't have the vision. If I can give you at least two, that is the conversion rate of the funnel and the activities by, by the reps, you know, uh, because to make the, the, the conversions, you need to be active, for example, right? For example, when you, you measure the colors by SDRs, right? So how many colors do they have to, to do to schedule a meeting to presentation of the product? So, so I can't, you don't grow a tree to have at least a, no, a medium vision of the whole, right? Got it. It makes total sense. Um, and then final question is, 
uh, for both of you. Who has inspired you or educated you the most in sales operations? <laughs> okay. So for me, uh, I believe that the sales acceleration formula, do you know that? Yeah, it's a good Very book. nice book. It's a very incredible book that I think everyone should read it. And uh, it's called from Michael Roberts. And I don't know, it's a very response about sales, hiring, optimization. And I like it very much of Andrew Groove, who is a high output manage management. It brings a vision of productions from industry to so sales and analytical, analytical process, but also bring the side of leadership, where the result, the result of the leader is what the followers do. So these are the people that are learning very much in Edgemire the most. For Marara? Um, for me, and um, it's the same, mainly in sales acceleration formal because I work with metrics, so, and this book in, and say a lot uh, um, about that. Yeah, and is that. And Daniel is my mentor <laughs> to grow up in the, my career. And I think it, it's, it's that. So we're giving all the credit to Daniel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. Awesome. Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, it was interesting to see self operations from not just the single person leading, leading the team. Um, it also seems like you guys are doing some really good work to help the remote reps be productive and actually keep selling. And then I'm also really pleased to hear that things are picking up again um, after the virus shutdown. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Tom. Very glad to be here. And just the final, final phrase here is, you know, it's not just process. It's about people. So to process to work, we need to people to believe in it, to to know to make this work. So don't don't look just the process. Look for the people too. And we'll finish with that. It's <laughs> not about the process, or it's not just about the process. It's also about the people. Thanks yeah. so much, guys. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sales of Demystified podcast. If you are listening on a podcast listening application, then please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any questions about the show, if you know a guest, or if you have any questions about sales operations, just hit me up at tomhunt at ebster.com. That's tomhunt at ebster.com.